Whose pile is that? I think I know. Just shooting the shit with the bros. Come and join along. Don't forget to load your bong. It's quality piles. We can never be wrong. Hello and welcome back to the cast. Uh, we got a... Nah, I'm going to say good. Not great, but good one. Good one here today. <laughs> uh, Bev, what do we got? Yeah, well, I, th- I figured we'd start off with um, uh, with this guy. So... Uh, some people might remember. I think we covered him on the pod a few weeks ago. Uh, Roman Babber. So he's um, he's he's kind of like an anti-lockdown, you know, COVID. Uh, uh, I don't know if he's a denier. I don't think he's a denier necessarily, but I think he's you know he's asking a lot of questions that aren't uh, uh, PC Paul would. Uh, he'd be blowing steam out of his ears <laughs> if he heard uh, what this guy was saying. But um, anyway, so he uh, so he, he's still an MP, although he's been kicked out of the Conservative Party. But of course, he's still an elected oh, uh, official, an so he's still able MPP, to. Or yeah. sorry, that's right, MPP. Yeah. Um, so he's still able to uh, to you know enact, uh, put forward policy, and uh, uh, you know still has a say in government. So he had a he had a fun one here where he put uh, uh, an act together called "We Are All in This Together" act. And it would cut the salaries of uh, MPPs to two thousand dollars a month, and I think most <laughs> MPPs make like a hundred. I want to say about one hundred and seventy a year. I would assume uh, most of them are pretty close to that. Um, so anyway, cut them down to two thousand bucks a month. So same what the uh, Serb folks are getting, and of course, uh, <laughs> twenty four thousand ain't going to do it for those boys. I don't think. Oh yeah, he got <laughs> shut down hard. Of course, nobody uh, nobody went for it. But um, anyway, it's just uh, it's funny. It's just it's good to see, you know, even though like I don't necessarily agree with this dude, but yeah. I like I like people who are in there stirring the pot and who are, <laughs> you know, causing trouble and pissing, uh, pissing off all these government guys. So, I mean, all the power to this guy. So keep at it and keep screwing with them. But, uh, but I don't know. That's basically what the, the gist of the story is. Yeah, I was talking sort of about something like this a few casts ago, just to the point that it is funny to see Doug Ford and all these goofs get up there. And give you the old, uh, oh, we're all in this together. We got a whole, and like literally, not only have they got paid exactly the same amount of money all year as they normally would, but they're also even their job hasn't changed. Like they're not even working from home. They're still going in exactly like they like they wear a mask. Like sometimes, obviously, because <laughs> you see when they're not. But anyway, that's pretty much it, right? Like like and it's hilarious that they're the ones telling everybody. There's some person just fucking losing everything at home watching the old CP24 and Doug Ford's telling them, oh, we're in this together, bud. Anyway, so you should go to Tim Hortons and get a breakfast sandwich or whatever. Oh fuck! Did you see him say that? Like, I saw him week? say that. I was like, oh, oh fuck! It was so shout funny. Out to shout out to Timmy. Shout out to switched to the real eggs. Oh fuck! They real fucking uh, oh, they God. chirped him big time online too about that because he's one hand he's telling you to support local businesses and then two he's just like telling you to go to Timmy's for your breakfast, right? Which is pretty funny. People were like, like, oh, why are you talking about a local coffee shop, bud? Like, well, so funny. Which is obviously not at all what he intended, but it's still funny as fuck. I just think like something like that because clearly he's expensing all those breakfasts and stuff like their work breakfasts or whatever. Like I was talking to someone who works uh, for a county and they were saying all through this lockdown, any time that they had to do any type of like food delivery in or anything, it's always local business. Like no, whatever, like you got to support everything that's around it and little things like that so easy to do like you're not even really changing an outcome like you're probably going to order from those places anyways, but you know what I mean? Like, why not support the local business? It's just such an easy, easy little thing to do when you're toting that nonstop. And of course, somebody's going to find out about it. But I mean, 
He didn't even have to. He outed himself like those Tammy sandwiches. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A side well, note though, like I just I don't want to go way off course with this, but right. like how fucked up is it? What were they serving before? If they're just now telling us they're telling oh giving us real god. eggs, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Oh, with new nasty. improved actual egg. Like what was I eating before? A fucking yoga mat? Like well, Jesus. that's yeah, that's the uh, disgusting sort of thing about like fast food. Like you, you see when they make those changes, and like I love McDonald's breakfast sandwiches, like because they use real eggs in them, uh, not the other ones, but like you know the round egg, circle egg things because mm-hmm. it's real. And then you go to Timmy's, and like I, I look at them, and they stuck, they're sticking it in the microwave. I'm like, nah, I don't. Bro, want it was octagonal. It was an octagonal egg piece that would show up on your fucking <laughs> hexagonal fucking bun thing, whatever it is, the muffin thing. It's like it was a bunch of fucking geometric shapes for breakfast. <laughs> I've just never had anything at uh, Tim's, that, like in terms of food, that's like really all that good. I mean, like all the sandwiches of uh, I don't know, pretty shit, and like the farmers wrap kind of shit. Farmers wrap is where it's at. Like uh, that's that's the only good thing because it's just you you can't see what you're actually eating so you don't get that visual unappealing thing, but it's just a breakfast sandwich and hash brown in a tortilla covered in like spicy mayo like it is pretty it, do, it looks nothing like the, that picture no that you're it never right does there. but I mean like yeah that's where it's at uh, you ever see okay one last thing and I swear to God we'll get back on track. You ever see the guy who did the pictures of he did he took like the picture of the Big Mac and like the Whopper and all that shit and then he went to each of them and got one just from his local one and then took like took like the best quality picture of a DSLR he could of it and he put it side by side the advertisement and what you actually get and they're all just fucking dick it was so funny not even fucking close like they didn't even look like the same fucking food family <laughs> like, I don't well that, that reminds me of uh, like one of those guys he was showing how they stage food like not even fast food necessarily just like anything and he was um he was showing how they like he uses like super glue to like glue the food together and he's got like glitter and or these different like uh, chemicals and shit he puts on so they glisten more to like simulate butter and all that and there's all this crap like lacquer and all the shit that he's putting on this uh this food to make it look appealing and he's like I was like, oh, this is, uh, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. I mean, it, from one perspective, you got to do it to make it look good, right? You can't can't pull a Big Mac out of the bag and unwrap it. And it doesn't look appealing. It just looks kind of fucking nasty, but. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I, I'm for it. I'm for it. Because all I'm thinking, I'm like, what's the alternative? You get those like 90s, uh, like it, it's a 90s uh, Chinese restaurant where it's the straight, above overhead <laughs> picture <laughs> taken by the guy who you're ordering from in front yeah, of you exactly on his I, iphone is that the alternative no like yeah, of course oh in the 90s it was different. on like a kodak fucking it was like a kodak <laughs> reusable camera you know, oh, you'll, you'll get these pictures developed back in three weeks <laughs> oh man my wife used to work for this this company and it was owned by this chinese couple who came over here like a couple years before they bought the company and they, they made a bunch of money. They were like, the husband was like an executive at Kodak. And people, like, because it was like in the, it was a few years ago, like Kodak was basically not a factor anymore, right? Like it wasn't a brand people recognize. So people, they'd say Kodak and people would be like, what? And he's like, you know, click, 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 click. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> so every time you met someone, you know, Kodak, click, 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 click. <laughs> fucking, oh my God. So one of those cameras for sure. That's how, that's who, what they were using to take the pictures. Yeah. Uh, back to this clown. Sorry, boys. Yeah. I took us way the fuck off course there. No, no that's all right. I don't know but, how much more there is to cover well, with this dude. Yeah, well, 
did this guy run for uh, a different public office beforehand? Uh, I swear, uh, I was reading it and it failed and he became just an MPP. But like, all, I remember seeing him in the news a month ago when he put that open letter out there and they're like, this guy put an open letter out and he's kicked out of, uh, uh, he's kicked out of uh, the party or he's kicked out of parliament or whatever they said, provincial parliament. Uh, but he's not, he's just kicked out of the the caucus like he's kicked out of the conservative party or whatever so he still yeah. gets his job he still gets all his regular shit and so now he's, nah, i got nothing to lose i got whatever it is two more years or three more years of collecting this salary gives a shit as long as i don't break the law uh i can't lose my job so <laughs> yeah. better not break boy, the law dude. he's a lawyer apparently born and raised yeah. in the soviet union he's communist boys yeah. What, you couldn't tell by the way the dude looks uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, like, uh, yeah, does it say that he ran somewhere else before? I swear he did. No, it's a pretty lame. This uh, is for sure written page, by him. Yeah. Let's get real. He definitely wrote this himself. Yeah. Well, he'll get something out of it. <clears throat> did you know you can't do that, actually? Like, you're not allowed to edit your own Wikipedia page, technically? Uh, yeah, I was reading the thing about uh, Lauren Southern. I guess all these people are going on. She's like, uh, so Lauren Southern's like... Uh, uh, like a, she used to be like a conservative um, uh, spokesperson type thing. I don't know. She was just like a YouTube because she, she's like a hot blonde, right? So, you know, it's an easy way to get views. Anyway, so she um, she was editing her own uh, Wikipedia page because people were changing shit and just making like all this uh, all this shit up about her, right? like all this false shit on her Wikipedia. So she was like, "Well, I'm gonna fix it." So mm-hmm. she was going in there changing it, and then she got banned from Wikipedia or whatever, and then her page just ended up going to shit. Uh, okay, I guess question mark like wh- why can't she just do your own thing, like Wikipedia? by definition is just a bunch of fucking people like it's a wiki right like isn't isn't the what is the long form of wiki or is wiki just the term meaning like it's crowdsourced like it's old school crowdsourced anyone can write fucking anything and then other people are supposed to fact check it well i guess that's the problem is that you could write anything about yourself theoretically right so i think it is a little bit but i mean like a bunch of people are writing some crazy stuff yeah but but if your source is if your source is the fact that you are you, right? Like, I don't know. doesn't have yeah. so much credibility. But yeah, Wikipedia, so. obviously, fucking, for anyone young listening to this podcast, don't fucking cite Wikipedia for any of your papers, all right? Oh, <laughs> no, man. The that's the source. That, I, I don't know. It's talking to some people who were TAs a couple of years ago, and that's that's the new thing. You don't cite. It's a rookie move, okay? You don't cite the Wikipedia page. You cite the citations in the Wikipedia yes. page. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> cite the actual source. Don't cite the wiki. I didn't say don't use it. I said just don't cite the ah, Wikipedia. Okay, okay, that's okay. a fucking, that's a heat score move right there. Yeah. <laughs> you just change it to whatever you wrote your paper about. So while we're on the uh, Ontario politics, this would be kind of a funny oh, one. This just this showed shit. up the other day. So uh, uh, Doug Ford, I guess he was um, uh, he was responding to NDP leader Andrea Hor- uh, Horwath, and she's just like she's got nothing to say. She's just always bitching and complaining, and uh, she's always trying to hold the government to account, but she doesn't have any ideas. She's like she's totally useless. But anyway, so he stood up and he just got like he was obviously frustrated. And he just said he's like listening to you is like nails on a chalkboard. And people just freaked out, oh, like, yeah. "Oh, it's misogynist and all this." But I don't uh, understand how that's reading. misogynistic. No, like, oh, I don't not. understand. It's not. 
I mean, like, and everybody and most people accept that it's not it's just all these like ndpers who are you know bleeding hearts and like little you know screwed up in the head they're trying well, to did you guys watch the clip like so she was calling did, out yeah. on like not giving enough support to hospitals and that's what you need and then all he said he's like we've tried many times to fix this problem come with us with solutions not just complaints right now. Like you, all you do is complain all day long. Come with us with a solution. If you have a better solution, come with us with that. Perfect. All right, listening to your nails on a chalkboard. I just, I don't get how that's misogynistic. I like, it must be a term from before our time that meant something way different. Uh, I, I just, I don't get it. Like that's just a horrible sound. And I hear you complaining all this time, uh, all this time is horrible. Like, I don't, I don't know. Well, now, now Wikipedia, our old friend. There you go. There we go. Check those sources, boys. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I thought it was literally just actually nails on a chalkboard. I, didn't, I don't think there's more to it. Yeah. I think, I think, of course, the internet decided to, because it was a man saying it to a woman and a man that's not liked by many. It was they just it's it's misogynist, right? It's like if he was saying it to a black person, it's racist. Like it's just whatever the easy fucking low hanging fruit is is what they're taking, right? Like because. I, I don't think so. I saw women commenting on a lot of the posts saying, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, that's what kills me is the people they think they're appealing to are also the ones that are like, no, <laughs> like, this is total bullshit. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, that green wave or whatever that came around in 20, was it 2015, 16, 14, whatever, when, like, NDP won all these seats. And then the next election, or maybe, maybe it was that election that they lost all their seats uh to the liberals or whatever shocked me how many ndp people they actually got in there uh compared to everyone else like everyone was just looking for something different than harper you know what mm-hmm. i mean no yep. if you had him back yeah you know the thing with the ndp every time they get a chance they blow it every single time like they just i don't know they just cannot execute at all and and they can't even run their own party. I mean, like, what's the the big story not too long ago was them having to sell their uh, the Jack Layton building because they don't have any money. <laughs> it's too bad, honestly. Jack Layton was the la- like was the one redeeming quality of them for a while. Like yeah. they they've really been just kind of lost without a without a compass since then. It feels like I don't know. And well, I think Trudeau's he's taken over their 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 demographic too because he like the Liberal Party I th- I think has shifted way to the left yeah and so they're kind of scooping up all those people who are like a little more left leaning and like a little more on that uh, you know like government pro government type uh, type path so they're scooping them up and then I don't know and then the NDP's just left with all the whack jobs yeah like like yeah. Jagmeet yeah give everyone yeah, exactly. their serb they don't deserve yeah. uh, oh, come on well, yeah. Trudeau. Fucking yeah. idiot. It was it wasn't <laughs> clear. It wasn't clear the, to know that they didn't qualify for it. Like, of course it was clear. Of course it was clear. Like, how can you think you're gonna get that much in payouts if you made less than five thousand dollars last year? How how exactly. do you think that that's okay? Yeah. Like, of course it's not okay. Yeah, if you okay. if you crash your car and your car is worth five thousand dollars, the insurance company is not going to give you twelve thousand dollars. So, <laughs> like, just look at it that way. If you lost your income and your income was five thousand yeah. dollars, you know, like or less, whatever, right? Like, fuck, this is common sense, man. Come on, yeah. how I mean, many people? I, maybe there's a very very small amount of really simple folks out there who honestly didn't get it, but yeah. I think the large majority of people were fucking around, right? Like, I think it's been pretty much proven at this point. Yeah. Oh man, 
uh well one more ndp little little thing uh i don't know how they are gonna win like with the the strategies that they have right now because like the products that they're trying to fund who knows where that money's going to come from but i mean i guess trudeau doesn't give a shit where the money comes from anyways just <laughs> print a bunch doesn't matter yeah. we'll deal with it he'll get the fuck out of there before the other shoe drops it, yeah. exactly yeah but i mean like look at alberta like famous for like no provincial sales tax years 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 you know, oil crash, everyone's NDP comes out there like, hey, we're going to give you a bunch of better EI benefits. We're going to give you more money. We're going to open up all these programs. They're like, hell yeah, great. Bam, 5% <laughs> perpetual sales tax. <laughs> and if you think that it's ever going away, you're out of your fucking mind. That yeah. Yep. Not exactly. a chance. It's yeah, there. the 5%'s going away. It's going to 6 or 7. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, man. People are funny. People are, I don't know. I... You always change how you vote as you get older and everything like that. Like I was, I remember voting, uh, voting uh, liberal uh, when I was younger because all I want, like, all I want to do is work for the the feds. I'm like, this is seems like the best job ever. I work here, and I can't get fired, and I'm going to get a pay raise every year. I'm going to get a full retirement. And I'm going to get a raise in retirement every single year. Yeah, seems like the best fucking job ever. And then you realize after doing some type of work with a government agency, how painful it is. And yeah, it's never going to happen. Not a chance. Yeah. Absolutely never. Yeah. I, I took the uh, ambition. The, <laughs> I took the old rainbow uh, journey as well. Like being yeah. young, voting liberal when I was young, you know, and then uh, NDP for a while there. And then, yeah, conservative as of late. And then, you know, who knows where I'll go from here if they keep <laughs> fucking around, but we'll see. <laughs> see what happens. Who knows? Who knows? What else? Uh, do we have anything else uh, here in uh, Canada, Bob? I think. Uh, I think no, I think that's it. That's about everything that's happened in the last like two weeks here across the country, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we opened shit up, right? Ontario, we got oh, malls yeah. and shit are open again as of Tuesday, so that yeah. was kind of all right. Yeah. Just nice to go to fucking Home Depot when I needed something and not have to fucking wait online for shit. Exactly, you know? yeah. Like, it was nice to, like, walk into, like, I was at Canadian Tire the other day. It was nice to just go in there and be able to, like, look at all the shit that I was I wanted. Like, just, just be able to look at it, right? And then before you bought it, and, like, oh, yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, I haven't been myself shopping. I actually just ordered a bunch of liquor online today. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't really like going around, you know, you, know, you walk around uh the wines uh selection and you're just like i'm just gonna pick out a bunch of random bottles never seen this bust out the old vivino app if you guys yep. haven't used it yep. it is a sweet app like you can scan it and it gives you like real reviews uh from other people because like i don't know i go in the vintage section all the time i have no idea what the hell i'm looking at like why is this one you know 20 bucks and this one here is 60 bucks i have no idea no freaking idea and i i highly doubt that the person working the cash register knows either <laughs> hey, maybe they do but uh yeah vivino helped me out a ton it's usually pretty good sometimes it can get uh, get you wrong with like the wrong years or stuff like that but man you don't have to spend that much to get a good bottle of wine that's true yeah, yeah. no that's been a, that's been a great app i use it all the mm-hmm. time especially in yeah. canada right like People don't realize how lucky we have it with the local wines we have around here that we can get dirt cheap because they're made around here too. Like, it's yeah. uh, so well, like it's... relatively, relatively speaking, dirt cheap. Man, like yeah. when we were in, yeah, 
Portugal at well, yeah, ridiculous, yeah, ridiculously cheap. cheap. You know, like relatively speaking, yeah, yeah, it's just like relative to quality, right? Because the, the VQA wines, like most of them, like well, mm-hmm. it depends, of course, but most generally speaking, like a lot of them are, are actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't usually buy them, like, I like to buy French wine, but uh, just to throw it out there, boys. Oh. But uh, honestly, that <laughs> like, I've, I've got a bottle of VQA year? right here, actually, it's uh, that's been really good. And it's a little, it's like a mid range one, it's like 30 bucks a bottle. It was really, really impressed with it. Hell yeah. 30 bucks must have been a good week for Old Beth. <laughs> Big spender. Well, oh, a long oh, week for Old Beth. Well, yeah. You guys want to do a, a quick little revisit to uh, our old friend uh, Crypto Star, real quick? Um, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I think this is, we owe this to uh, <laughs> our fellow. Uh, the crypto deity, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Cryptomaniacs. Like, uh, I know we were talking this a lot is of shit. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Just a reminder to anyone listening <laughs> do not listen to us about anything. When it comes to uh, investing in shit uh, yeah you know 100 not uh definitely uh we don't know what the fuck we're talking about we may <laughs> or proof. may not yeah we may or may not uh own shares in whatever we talk about and yeah this is all just for entertainment yeah. basis and yeah, let's but get anyways. real you've heard us talk okay do you yeah. think we should be listening to us about anything other than just for a laugh <laughs> yeah okay. oh man so anyways uh when we were talking shit about uh old crypto star month ago uh it was trading about uh five cents uh it was like december and... i think right yeah oh I man think it was back in december it was yeah. early on it was like podcast four and we're on like it might have been now. even earlier than that oh, it might... well, no it's probably man. like early december yeah time flies but anyways like we had some we flipped it when it did this first pump is great didn't think of it anymore because it's like it's a service company that doesn't have a facility yet. Like it's all on good vibes, you know, like eventually it's going to happen. And then, uh, our old friend, uh, the crypto whisper, uh, was talking a lot of big game about this, thinking it's time to jump back in and, you know, maybe we did, maybe we didn't. And it's fucking 36 cents right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to, the thing is because like, I like at the time it was floating around like 13 cents. I'm like, if yeah. this thing dips back to like 10 cents, I think it was like somewhere around, like it was around this area here yeah. or maybe it's like 11 cents, but yeah. somewhere uh, right around here. I was like, if this thing dips back into 10, like back, uh, back into this range, like I consider it again. Cause I was thinking, oh, this thing could maybe go like if Bitcoin pops and which it did. So it's up to like 57,000 now basically. Um, but at the time I was like, ah, you know, if this thing like gets close to 50 K, this say, you know, this, this one will probably move, but this thing exploded, uh, when Bitcoin started, uh, started running. So it was a huge run up and I still don't understand why necessarily like, cause they do, I know they, I think they do have, I think they have two facilities. I don't think they're actually doing, I think that's, they're still setting them up though. I don't think they actually have anything operating yet. And, and even if they did, like, I don't know why you'd want to get CryptoStar when DMGI has a better, uh, cheaper operation. They have mm-hmm. their own, like, huge transformer as well. Uh, like, 84% pump on Friday alone, and then another mm-hmm. hundred and some odd pump the day before that? Doesn't make any sense. Like, all I think is it's a ton of retail investors with a ton of time on their hands just saying they're like, Oh, I want to get into Bitcoin. Oh, Bitcoin's $56,000. I can't get into that. Let's get into some Bitcoin companies. Oh, this one here is 10 cents. Hell yeah, I'm going to get into it. It's like getting into Bitcoin when it was 10 cents. It's going up to (laughs) (laughs) $50,000. I think you're probably right on this one because I don't think there's any institutional interest in it, but there's a lot of retail interest. And I think the people 
like the, I think the people are really running the stock price in a lot of ways is the CEO and the CFO because mm-hmm. uh, they have a shit ton of shares, like it's just stupid amount. And then they uh, what they do is they'll sell a big chunk of shares and then they'll use that the proceeds to go in on a new private placement. And then when they go in on that placement, they get uh, their common shares, basically get their shares back, the, the ones that they sold. And then they get uh, 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 an equal amount of warrants so they can go and buy even more shares <laughs> later on at a more favorable price. So like right now, I think the latest round of warrants were issued a 15 cents, if I remember right. Man. So right there, that's that's a two-bagger, right? Or a, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's two-bagger right there. Like mm-hmm. it's, And I don't know if there's a vesting period on them or anything. I assume there is. But either way, as of right now, that's a two-bagger. So that's those wild. guys are killing yeah. it right now, mm-hmm. big mm-hmm. time. And they, I think they have like full control. Like they can pretty much manage the float, like the shares that are available for trading themselves, pretty much. Yeah, that's. Are they are they seventy million of that seventy six million cap? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> How many shares are we talking here? They're a big chunk of it for sure. I bet you. I I don't know. I'd have to double check what the insider holdings are, but um, maybe I could do that on the side here. But it's it's a big uh, big chunk. Man, well, yeah, it just doesn't doesn't make sense to me but i mean a lot of these things don't make a lot of sense to me. like games the GameStop thing whatever people doing a lot of crazy stuff who knows where they're talking and pumping this crypto star whatever but hey let it ride you know nothing hey man i made my money on my on my doge a little 48 hour 40 percent pump just as a <laughs> test to see what it's all about there you go yeah How's it feel? You know, dipping your dipping your toe into just, this. It was it was the edge of my pinky toe, but it was uh, it was interesting. Yeah. I just want to see I want to see how that all worked and shit really before well, you know going nuts on it. But yeah, there's yeah. a you know that's the thing that's crypto baby, <laughs> right? Like crypto that's baby. it's just <laughs> yeah, uh, there's always like someone there's always some retarded coin going up like every week now though. Like there there's all these groups I saw. I've been like looking around on Twitter. And there's all mm-hmm. these groups that people are organizing. Oh, join our Discord, bud. And they get like 30,000 people, 50,000 people in some of these. So it's enough that if you can actually coordinate to do something, you know, in a in a, in a a timely manner, that you can get these little artificial pumps in that. So. But this is, this is what 2017 slash early 18 was like. Uh, it was just the Wild West of pump and dump these crypto things. And it's totally i guess fine because no one knew what really what crypto was like it's all unregulated like it's all just this black hole of information and so it was just pumping dumps all the time like hey i'm gonna put this little shit coin up there and then eventually yeah it's gonna pump to whatever you're gonna cash out and it crashes and it goes away like that's over and over again it's quality piles coin let's do it boys (laughs) (laughs) but yeah man it's i guess guess it's like the otc stock market like it's just a bunch of it's the wild fucking west you could do do whatever oh yeah like the the canadian exchange that well the canadian exchanges are known for that like yeah. uh in australia like uh they were talking about because uh, australia is similar to canada where there's a lot of re- like like mining resources tons of early mm-hmm. stage miners or small miners uh, and of course uh, uh, a lot of canadian companies will list on the australian stock exchange to to try and raise money so uh, the, they were doing like a webinar about it. It was like some some people from the actual exchange and some, you know, like industry analysts and stuff like that. And they were saying they literally said the Canadian um, uh, capital market space is the literal Wild West. Like there are they have all the rules are in place, but they're not enforced anywhere. Like you, you can get in there and do whatever you want. And you see it on pretty reputable 
companies that are being backed by um, uh, institutions. Like recently, uh, uh, one a bunch of us are in is this Antibi Therapeutics. Um, these guys, it's it's there's all the the market maker for this company is doing all kinds of weird shit. Like if you go back a little while, uh, like the stock price ran up, and at, at the time it ran up to uh, eighty. Uh, it was eighty cents before they did a uh, consolidation. But anyway, they ran the stock price way up, and then they shorted it down, and then released <laughs> a uh, did a news release uh, uh, that was raising money at like half the the, the all time high. So it was obviously <laughs> like so greasy, and like it's and I guess they they was legal enough that they could mm-hmm. get away with it. But you see shit like this on the Canadian stuff all the time, and that's why that's why a lot of companies don't even bother anymore. They just go right to Nasdaq or right to the to like a, the pink sheets in the U.S. or something. Mm-hmm. Like, why bother with this stupid Canadian exchange where they're, you know can't really raise that much money anyway? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it is what it is. The way, like, uh, yeah, just looking more like doing some whatever uh, on the Canadian regulation. And this is what happens when you leave every province up to themselves. You know, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Doesn't matter. Oh yeah, it's just just nuts. But mm-hmm. uh, just on a quick other note, jumping back over to Crip or uh, mm-hmm. good old Crypto Star, forty one percent held by insiders. So insiders, uh, uh, anybody who's got a relationship with a company. So usually it's uh, like a contractual relationship or it's non arm's length. Mm-hmm. So that's people who are consultants who work for it, um, family members of those people. But yeah, so mostly held by insiders. Their operating margin is minus 344%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, their EBIT, is like, or their EBIT is like super low. Um, mostly because they're just, and they're yeah. they're still working through they're changing up, their business you know? model, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. They're still trying to migrate over. He's setting up for 10 um, years. Yeah, so it's you can see it's 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 hammered all like their their return on their uh, their assets and their equities brutal like revenue growth brutal but yeah negative three million EBITDA so it's not yeah. looking too good for them but you know it's they just gotta like we'll see if they can actually do anything they they've got so much money coming in right now yeah on oh, these man. placements like they should be able to pull something together I'm sure they'll be fine I'm sure they'll be fine let it ride see what happens who knows oh yeah let it ride. That's yeah. uh, uh, it's yeah, good old crypto star. That was a that was a good find. I will like uh, that was a really good find. It's a funny company too. Yeah, real quirky one. Yeah, but I mean, hey, all anyway. these all these things are out there, and like that's what's the entertaining thing about buying penny stocks because that's the, this is all this is. This is just penny stock, whatever. Maybe it's gonna pump, maybe it's gonna not. But I mean, it's it's a fun way to gamble. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Some people like sports betting. I don't know. I found this way more interesting, you know, myself, but yeah, it is what it is. Uh, well, Bev, what else, uh, what else have we got, uh, on the dock right now? Well, I figured we jumped down to the U S cause this was kind of interesting Ooh. that Rush Limbaugh died, which was a big one. Cause he was so Rush Limbaugh for anyone who's not familiar. He's a, he's mm-hmm. like a radio, basically a ra- big conservative radio host in the U S has a really big, uh, big audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been on the air for decades, really long time. Uh, a lot of people swear by him and he kind of uh, is in a lot of ways described as one of the people who set the stage for Donald Trump, uh, yeah. and, and kind of that, um, uh, that populist, that right wing populist, uh, Mind you, populism can be left or right, mm-hmm. but uh, in this particular case, it was that right-wing populism, and and he was really one of the factors that helped it grow. 
Yeah, I uh, I don't know. Don't know much. Don't know much about it. Like just period. The only thing I know about it is the hilarious memes that are coming out of it. Uh, the old uh, Quentin Quarantino. I don't know if you guys ever follow that guy. It's pretty funny. It's just like this uh, quarantine meme account. Anyways, uh, in honor of uh, this dude's death, he opened up a $10,000 fundraiser for Planned Parenthood because he was a very, very, very vocal pro-lifer. Um, and uh, within a week, they raised a million dollars. Oh, wow. Yeah, this guy, he was like, a, he's like funny. the nightmare for like the right, the left-wing progressive, you know, AOC yeah. type. That's, yeah. uh, this is her living nightmare, this guy, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's everything. Well, he's not living anymore, bud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw everybody's. Like, I was just skimming through some comments, and like most of them would be like, um, like, oh, the wicked witch is dead type stuff. I don't know, man. Like, he's doing what he had to do uh, to make money. Like, he is who he is. I can't can't knock him for that. He did what he did. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I have not been on like first name basis with. Uh, the president of the United States or like a prime minister oh. up here in Canada. I wasn't going to say anything, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you're what? You're all Dottie go way back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, man, oh, like, it's funny how much influence these people have. Yeah. Like this guy, you know, like huge, huge audience, you know, people are listening to him every week. And I guess, and I think people have to remember too, it's like this is the reality of of a lot of people yeah. especially in america right like what this guy was uh speaking about and like his beliefs is so reflective of so many people in the u.s and a lot of people are just horrified by it. it's like especially you know take the abortion issue that's a great one right yep. like some people just do not they do not believe it and other people are, are horrified by the fact that these people have a different belief but you know the bottom line is it's it's that's their own set of beliefs like you you can't like i i don't like i don't think it's fair to hold that against them nope. just because you don't agree with it right no like uh whatever you stand pro-life pro-choice uh, we won't get into it but definitely we have some close friends that are have very different views to you know, myself on those aspects and you know still get along still friends but what do you do like i'm not gonna like i said what i think he said what he thought yeah. great move on don't really care exactly. there's not anymore. enough of that now though right like that's the problem is it's everybody's especially in the states so fucking polarized like all you see is people like canceling their family members and i don't talk to this friend or that like <laughs> over like over their political decisions you know it's like holy fuck man like there's more to life really like yeah, yeah. it's yeah, exactly. crazy you're missing out on the experience of having someone in your life because you want to be a baby about it on facebook but 2021 folks here we are I don't know. Like, I've been using the line like I described. Like I've been like I tell some people who I I know very closely who are uh, very who get very polarized, very emotional about this stuff. It's like the sooner you realize you come to the realization that your opinion doesn't matter, and it's worthless, <laughs> as soon as you understand that you're fully cognizant of, you will be a happier person, and you won't get into these. You won't be getting upset over shit that mm. other people believe yep. that you can't control. The sooner you understand that, the better you'll be. Yeah, like I'll have debates with the boys about stuff, but like when it comes to like outward society with people, like the furthest it'll go is like I might say what I think, and that's about it. But and most times it doesn't even go there because there's no point. 
I mean, but like if you're if you're going out there really believing that you're going to go change people's minds and win them to your side and shit like you're fucking wasting so much energy, man. Like it's just exactly what you said. No one gives a fuck. So the very most you can do is say, hey, yeah, well, I think blah, 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 blah. And then just put it out there and fucking move along. Right. Like most people don't even want to do that. And I don't blame them in a lot of situations. I don't either. No. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. What else? uh, Is there any other big things that. old rush uh, limba did like i just want to know like I, i'm curious like i want to know more about this dude i don't know like i he's like he's a big name yeah I, like i don't know if he was really anything like more I, than he I just sh- had like he had a platform before a lot of other, especially before like modern you know before internet right yeah like, yeah. He was basically, yeah, he's like your, your what do they call him in the U.S., evangelist type guy. Like, I'm sure uh, they freaking okay. love, you know. Well, like, I remember him, uh, I the only reason, like, when I first started hearing the name was when he was in this documentary that I watched on, like, the opioid, uh, uh, like, epidemic in the States and, like, Oxycontin. And he was advertising for Oxycontin. I think it was him. Like, uh, like I made that association or whatever, but that's the first time that that name popped in my head. And then you start to hear it more and more. Well, there's his views there. If you saw on the, if you scroll up, (laughs) it's all, you you can only imagine minorities, sexual consent. There's some stuff about (laughs) the AIDS epidemic. Like, yeah, he was pretty (laughs) much just saying whatever crazy shit people didn't want to hear. And I mean, you know what? That's a smart way to get people to listen to you. There's people who will just hate listen to you at that point. Right. But like anyone knows like you know you're getting paid whether they, they hate you or love you as long as they're listening right so i think that's what people yep. don't understand about these guys is i'm sure he believed what he believed but everyone's dialing it up a little bit on the radio or on tv because <sighs> they're just they want that paycheck man well 100 exactly. percent, man like yeah. your job like this is before youtube so your job is to get those views or those listens or whatever and you fucking did a phenomenal job doing that i, I oh man do you guys ever think like who's a favorite like uh oh shit what's that fuck pewdiepie you ever think like 50 years pewdiepie is going to be influencing the fucking elections in whatever country he fucking lives in is he still a famous youtuber he was i don't know he he was i don't know i think he got he got um i think he got uh what do they call it like uh like censored or whatever Uh, because he said he was doing like a a, a video game stream of some game and he said the n-word in it like oh, just because he got like killed or something and he called the guy an n-word or something and what then the fuck, uh, and man? so he what got all kinds of shit for that and then um he and there's he's done some other stuff like he did uh what was i uh he did another one where he paid these like there's a service where you could pay people in like third world countries to do stuff for you or something it's <laughs> weird it's some weird thing like that. it's called but slavery he paid these guys <laughs> the fuck? He paid these, the fuck? I, I can't remember what it was shit let me uh, i think it's is yeah, it I'll is it fiverr it. the one where you just pay five bucks and people do whatever oh oh okay well it might have been yeah because he paid these dudes who were in like um uh uh i don't know like like india or something and he paid them to do like some some nazi thing or something or no. put some pro nazi oh, thing yeah it, and then man. on video and he's like there's no way these guys will do it because you can't pay them like 20 bucks or something he's like no way they're gonna do it and they did it and so and so he showed it on his channel or whatever uh, how crazy it was and then he got uh, he got a bunch of shit for that so oh, he's God. like i think they he's kind of uh uh you know well I, I, at the same time though i don't know if his audience really gives a shit because it's yeah. all like gen z or whatever who are just playing video games and fucking around like i just remember him from being the most watched youtuber like he's like the most subscribed youtuber 
however long ago, I have no idea. And I'm like, I'm going to check out some of his videos. And it was him playing fucking Terrible. video games. I was like, I don't give a shit about this at all. Like, next. Or whatever. But he's the richest YouTube guy or whatever mm. at the time. But how the... F- I just don't understand. Like, how the fuck? Like, he has to have, a, like, a whole team around him. Editing his videos. Like, writing scripts or whatever the hell his videos are. How did no one... I don't know and say like, hey, this is a bad idea, man. <laughs> you know, like maybe we shouldn't publish this. Like he looked oh. at that and said, you know what? This is a good idea. I'm going to put it out there. You guys ever want to see some crazy shit? You go to the website Social Blade and you can type in like any like influencer, YouTuber, whatever person. And it tells you like their estimated income from their different um, different channels and stuff. And it's it's fucked how much money some of these people are making. It's, it's fucking unreal. It'll break it all down there. It gives them a grade and stuff, but it gives you like an average monthly, average yearly earnings. Um, like he's probably making more than that in his prime when he was really high up there. But these, some of these guys are just so, crushing. So this it. is his YouTube earnings estimated off of views. Yeah, just views. This is not. Wait, so this is it? not even including like any brand deals or anything that these guys do, right? Because they do the independent yeah. sponsorships inside their videos and stuff too. So I don't get how that works. Like, cause you see it, it's estimated total from like 550 K to 8.7 million. Like that's a huge spread. <laughs> well, because you know? it, it varies depending on length of video and how many ads are in it and things like that too. So oh, this um, dude. you can't really give this same average for every video. So it's somewhere in there, but you know, the truth is no. usually somewhere in the middle. So for our, uh, for our, viewers you can see uh what beth has up on the screen uh for our listeners uh if you guys are looking for a good comedian slash weird travel show bald and bankrupt highly 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 recommend uh he's uh right now i would say and for that honestly past few years he is yeah. one of the top my top youtube yep. channels highly recommended uh, pewdiepie just while we're on the topic it's his favorite channel too no way Oh, yeah, yeah. He put a, yeah, a video out. I guess they asked him about it. They're like, what's your favorite YouTube channel? He's like, oh, bald and bankrupt. This guy just goes to you know, ex-Soviet countries and fucks with everybody. It's great. <laughs> it is <laughs> fucking it, great videos. Great videos. Highly, highly recommend. Like, just look it up. Man, he's doing good. Like, I wonder where he is. What I was going to say is so his, his estimated yearly earnings is between 90,000 and 1.4 million. Yeah. Do you think he'd be staying in some slightly nicer hotels in the fucking yeah. uh, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to see that shit. I want to see him staying in a <laughs> hotel that costs 11 euros, you know? Like that that's exactly what I said. <laughs> exactly. Well, time. he's making probably like 500k minimum there based on that that range rate. So he's yeah. Uh, yeah. he's doing all right for sure, he's saving his euros. Oh man, well, like I remember watching one of his videos. It had to have been in 2020. Uh, but the fucking guy caught COVID in Belarus. Like, so he went to Belarus. <laughs> oh, this is that guy. I remember you guys. This is that guy. Yeah, this is that guy. So he goes to Belarus because it's the only country that, you know, they're whatever the leader or whatever said, like, oh, just drink fuck it. It'll be fine. You know, <laughs> like, it's not a big deal. So he goes there. Surprise, surprise, catches COVID and spends a fucking month in Belarus hospital. <laughs> Yeah, I think we <laughs> talked about this on the cast. I think I remember you talking about this. Yeah, so this yeah. is that guy. He's yeah, highly recommend if you guys are looking for well, something there's, to. Uh, there's to a watch. one fucking video. I remember a few years ago. Maybe it's not a thing anymore. It was like this kid opening toys, and they made like twenty four oh, yeah. million dollars in one year off YouTube. And this kid's like five, 
And it's just his parents videotaping him opening toys. And he's just like, not even doing anything exciting. It's fucking, fucking man. crazy, man, what people watch. But you know I'm what? They, at... they underestimate kids. That's the thing is they don't realize. People hand their kids like tablets and shit. And the kid just sits on YouTube for hours. And the videos just play. And they just sit there and watch them. And the kids don't even know how to skip ads. So they watch all the ads. They watch all the, the whole length of the video. And like, there's there's people's kids who just have these fucking things going nonstop. Right? Oh, Pokemon oh I'll click that one like fuck they don't like you think about like you try and figure out how some of these channels get these views and it's like if you can appeal the kids at all man like fuck you're set it's crazy you, um just a quick little sidebar on the YouTube shit before we move on you guys ever see those vi- those videos like you ever like look for like a review on a product and you click on the video and it's literally just pictures of the product in a slideshow with like a robot voice and it's like no time, apparently what? it's yeah so apparently it's like these Chinese like bot computer systems these dudes made that just like make these review videos and all they do is just source information and they just, it's basically a Google search being read out to you the top twenty drills of of two thousand twenty one and it just shows a picture and it's like it reads the description off the website and then goes to the next one it's all just based on like Amazon results or whatever but it, it, it they auto make these videos like no one's making them this fucking bot makes them and posts them and then they get thousands and hundreds and millions of fucking views on them because like it's for something popular it's so fucking strange you learn like nothing from these videos but i was trying to figure out what the fuck was the deal with them and then i was talking to somebody that like yeah apparently like there's these bot programs and these dudes in china just figured out how to like make these videos and they have these youtube channels just making passive fucking income genius yeah genius like genius like smart yeah for sure bravo bravo I, I clearly somebody's dad are. is probably watching that right who doesn't really understand the internet like my dad would probably click that <laughs> and be like "Ooh, well, cool well, drills." well both you guys watched those videos so they won you know mm-hmm. what i mean they got their one yep. sixteenth yeah, of a penny off you guys for that view or whatever yeah uh but man like good for them like clearly uh, everyone should uh and already does subscribe to uh our social media and as you can see we are clearly social media experts yeah yeah for sure <laughs> well i will tell you one one short story about um you know my my time as a as a youtuber which was short short-lived but i got you know i got Ooh. like six or seven hundred subscribers i was getting decent views i had some some videos that had a couple hundred thousand views on them uh and i made my first payout ever because you can only take out after a 100 bucks that's when you're allowed to actually issue the check and get the money from youtube uh mm-hmm. my adsense revenue off of i think a total of like six hundred thousand views was like 111 bucks or 112 bucks or something so it uh, hey. takes a lot but hey you know what you have, you have a YouTuber. successful channel though where you're getting millions of views per day if, if you're even gen- generating 500 bucks a day every day for a year we no weekends off it's fucking youtube that's fucking good money man like so hey oh, yeah. you know these guys these guys figured something out for sure yeah man well yeah 100 grand a year is isn't it like 270 bucks a day that's what the meme thing that you say you see all the time like it's wild to see those i don't know like we all have our youtubers that we'd love to watch like i love like hoovy's garage it's great youtube channel yep. guy buys shitty well he started buying shitty cars and then doing car reviews on them and then bringing them to his mechanic and fucking whatever fixing them up kind of and then selling them eventually or just hoarding them now he's successful and so he's getting into nicer cars and uh, i just don't watch it as much but i mean like he's finally successful i love it love his contact love to see his rise over the past three years but this was just some dude this car salesman who sold his used car lot and he's like yeah i'm gonna make some 
you car YouTube videos because mm-hmm. I still like buying cars and I still want to collect cars. Yeah, you guys ever really? see uh, Rich rebuilds it? It's like this bla- this like uh, black dude that, who works on cars, and he. Uh, you can go back to his old videos. He started from like nothing basically, but he's got a huge oh. following now. I think he's like at a million subscribers or at least a few hundred thousand. Like he's got a, a good oh. a good channel. And uh, right now he's rebuilding a Tesla Model S that was in a crash, but he's putting an, an like he's putting a, a gas engine into it. So he's making a fucking <laughs> gas Tesla. Yeah, Rich rebuilds that dude right there. Yeah, a million subscribers. One point one point oh, seven. Yeah. yeah, so he's doing this uh, oh, yeah, the yeah. Tesla rebuild right now. Um, so that's like people were telling me couldn't fit the V8 in the Tesla and there's his buddy drinking fucking V8 in the preview there. And, uh, it's just like him at his garage, at his garage at his house and shit. And he just fucks around and he's, uh, it's fucking entertaining as shit though. Like it's, it's great. Cause, cause he just does dumb shit with cars, right? Like shit that what you and buddies hell? would do if you just had time and money to waste on cars, right? Like that'll be hilarious. Imagine pulling up beside a Tesla and you hear like an exhaust sound coming out the back of it. Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Well, and then there's this guy. The video below it is Hellcat on horse and buggy oh, wheels. Oh, my God. Seven million. I'm going to watch this later. I'm going to see. Oh, yeah. that's, a, that's a post-podcast yeah, celebration video later. right there. Yeah, I think we got one more like legitimate story here, too, right? Yeah, well, this is a, a COVID one. So it's just uh, U.S. is outpacing Canada's COVID-19 uh, vaccine rollout. But experts say it's not a model of success. Um, wait, I don't wait, know. I what, think it's sorry. pretty well. I mean, sorry, the what, whole thing with this. There's a couple facts. Sorry, go ahead. Which one is not a model of success? Like the U.S.'s or? I think they're saying the Canadian one isn't a, a model. Maybe they, let's see if we can find the quote. Like here. I know both of them are like because I know like in the news today the U.S. vaccinated more people yesterday than Canada did up until today. <laughs> which is insane they better though they have so many yeah. more people right like that's the part that people keep well, forgetting yeah. when they make these comparisons yeah, they, they have 10 times the amount of people as we do but they also have first dibs on those vaccines they paid for them like i mean they should get first dibs like if you were the ones putting like the billions of dollars forward like saying you're gonna make this fucking drug for us and then we get first dibs okay yeah. like them's yeah, them's the rules yeah well we're like, still when people like we're still fucking attached to them and we're still their biggest trading partners. So like, what do people think is going to happen? Like, yeah, we want them to fucking hammer through it because guess who's next boys. Yeah. Hell yeah. At 12, they vaccinated 12% of their population already. That's impressive. So that line they were, they were saying, uh, as this doctor in South Carolina was saying that it's been impressive speed, but it has its faults. Of course. It's mostly around like who their, the priority lists are, but yeah, it's going to happen, right? Everybody's doing it their own states have like their own leeway. Right. So everybody's going to do it differently, but generally speaking, I mean, they're, they're doing a great job on Mm -hmm. it. Based on that point, 1.7 million a day. Like that's, that's really impressive. And Trump, I don't, I don't know. I don't watch, I don't have cable news or anything like that. But if Trump's not getting the credit for that and his administration, like people are. Oh, there's insane. no way. There's no way oh, they're yeah, going to get to no. I doubt Because <laughs> Biden hasn't done shit. That's the joke of it. Like Biden hasn't done shit. And, and like, and Trump laid out all of this framework for this distribute, like his administration set it all up. Like this is all due to him. But, of course, they'll turn around and say, oh, Biden did such a great job. But Biden still doesn't know. Like, he thinks it's November. 8th. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's a joke. Yeah, well, that's like, you know, the next the next leadership of Canada that's not liberal 
they're, everyone's going to turn around when we're still in debt from COVID and be like, oh, fucking conservatives fucked it all up. We want Trudeau back <laughs> and shit, right? Like, it's it's always that, like, just passing of the shit baton. It's so funny. Well, it's, it's inevitable. Like, interest rates are going to rise from the fucking nothingness that they are right now. And, like, government spending is going to have to slow down and scale back a bit. So we're fucked. But obviously it's going to happen, like, you spent a trillion dollars or whatever the hell you for I have no idea what Canada has spent. Did it kind that. of feel inevitable though? Like we had been getting warnings of this shit for the last like five, six years, like pretty heavily, you know, and even longer before that. So it seemed About like we what? just needed something to trigger it too, like right? COVID or like no, like just extreme just, government spending. Like, so most years in Canada, like economic, like if you, no, but if you recession and shit. Yeah. Yeah. But if, like those are like it's always cyclical and it's always going to happen and like the last one happened in 2015 where we were in like a little recession there like for those six months or whatever but we've never seen the amount of government spending and printing of money that we've seen like right now oh yeah yeah i'm not saying that it's not way worse i'm just saying it's compounded by the fact that it was already looming right and then this just accelerated it and also uh made it exponentially worse like yeah i I don't know. Not an economist. I'm assuming we're not even at the peak yet with. Oh, with no, everything. no, no. Yeah, this is not. The other shoe has, has long from dropped, my friend. Like, we're going to get fucked yeah. in the ass for a while. But Open I mean, up, boys. History, history repeats itself. And uh, Great Depression was 1929, 28, 29. I don't know. We're 21. I'm hoping that uh, just a couple. I'm hoping that it's wrong. And it doesn't repeat itself. And there's not like a three year depression or anything like that like it, it was before but i mean no but we got dogecoin we're fine we're fine we're fine <laughs> yeah. they didn't have dogecoin back then we've evolved oh, oh fuck man. you look at some of the shit from the uh 2018 or 2018 the 1918 spanish flu shit and it's funny that with all the technology and all the know-how and all the shit that we are literally repeating a lot of the same things it's pretty funny and i i stand corrected on on my thoughts that you know we would have done better than them, but no, we're just fucking it up at a larger scale of more technology. We're just doing it with phones in our pockets. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're spending way more money doing it. Oh yeah. 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 We're <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that too. But lesson not learned. Thanks humanity. Yeah. Fuck. Oh man. Well, uh, on that note, everyone, uh, <laughs> grim note. Oh, Bev, uh, I think we got, uh, one more website that, uh, we need to check out here, uh, tonight. Uh, for our YouTube viewers, it's a pretty pretty good looking one, and for our listeners, uh, I think you'll recognize it uh, here. It's at qualitypiles.com. Ooh, look oh, at this one! Slick. Look at this sucker right here! Ooh, you got some t-shirts. You got some well, ooh a men's long sleeve shirt on feature this week. And these are limited edition shirts. You need to get them as soon as possible, or you're going to be buying them on uh, eBay for seventy nine ninety five, sold by Old Bev. So yeah. mm-hmm. get yourself over to the website twenty four ninety nine. Get yourself this nice, uh, Canadian. very stylish, Canadian, very too. Canadian, yeah. Canadian long sleeve shirt twenty four ninety nine. Comes in various colors. Collect them all, like like Pokemon. Collect them yeah. all. You gotta get one of each. Actually, that knows, maroon one looks slick. Eh? I like that. It's a quality yeah, pile right, right there. Like even me, you got your five XL. You could use this as a comforter <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, in your you can, bed. You could wear it while you, you finish your fucking shed, right? Cool <laughs> <laughs> inside oh, joke man. there. Fuck. Yeah. I like, this I like this one here. The uh, the the unisex uh, short sleeve. Uh, no, on the other side there. The little the small logo. Yeah, 
Yeah. Of course, I like that it's unisex because this is 2020 and Quality Piles is all about uh, t-shirt equality. So <laughs> that's the, my favorite part about it. And we're getting uh, we're going to be getting some uh, some new merch. We're going to get our first um, clever t-shirt saying. Yes. In the next uh, next week, uh, week it'll, or two here. It'll it'll be on our website when this uh, when this cast goes live. So go check it out and see what we got and uh, let us know in the comments. You know who knows? Even sign up for the newsletter. Send us a. A stupid email, whatever you want to do. <laughs> we will be checking it, and we do respond to all emails that we do get. So Every far, we've responded one. to all of them. On that note, thanks for joining us this week, and uh, we'll see you guys again soon.